Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Find Your More Podcast. I am your host, Chaz Donati. If you haven't done so already, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button, rate and review the show so we can get noticed more on whichever platform you're using, Apple, Spotify, or even YouTube if you're watching these episodes. I have an awesome guest on today's show. His name is Teddy Sorless, and he is the founder and CEO of Men's Mental a nonprofit organization combating mental health in athletes surrounding men. I stumbled upon his organization via Instagram and I became interested immediately since I am starting to try and take control of my mental health. I've always been one to be scared to attack my mental health uh, because I thought it was gonna show weakness at certain times and it affected my social life, my decision-making and overall my daily health. I am excited to start this journey, um, but I still have a long ways to go and I'm a long ways away from feeling like I have it under control. Each day is getting better and better, which I'm very proud of um, with my mental health, but I've found that it can take over uh, your day and affect others in the process. What I will say is that's a big reason for starting the Find Your More podcast to give me a direction to go off each day. Um, you know, I hope you get the same value out of the episodes that I will launch throughout the weeks. And remember, there's no reason to be afraid to talk about your health anymore. Um, especially since I've taken the first step, it's always the hardest, but it'll only benefit you in the long run. So I hope you enjoy the interview with Teddy and let me know what you think of it. What's going on, everybody? I'd like to welcome my guest today, uh, someone who is wanting to make some serious changes within the athletic culture and mental health, uh, Teddy Sorlis. I hope I said yes. that right. Um, Correct, yeah. He is the founder and CEO of Men's Mental, which is a nonprofit organization striving to break down the barriers and stigmas surrounding uh, the mental health of all athletes and survivors around the world. So, Teddy, welcome uh, to an episode of Find Your More podcast, and I am uh, excited for you to share kind of your story and what you got going on. Absolutely, yes. Thank you for having me, Chaz. It's an honor. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So where, so where are you originally from? So I'm originally from Rumson, New Jersey, uh, down by the Jersey Shore. I've actually never seen the show in my life. Um, <laughs> I was just going to ask it. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell people that, they're like, oh, you've seen the show? You're like, Snooky? I'm like, no, not, not at all. Um, but I, I went to college at Babson College in Boston. Um, so I kind of covered the whole East Coast there in the last uh, 22 years of my life. Um, yeah. But that's, that's kind of where this all started. And uh, what was, because uh, you're obviously big, I mean, following kind of your Instagram page and whatnot, you're big into sports. What was kind of your main sport growing up? Yeah, uh, basketball. I was always a basketball player, um, you know, from watching Kobe on TV to actually uh, playing like him or I tried to in the backyard. Yeah. Um, you know, that was really, I wanted to be like Kobe. Um, so I played college basketball and I was lucky and blessed enough to say that. Um, but it definitely took some challenges along the way. Did you play all four years at Babson? Yeah, I, uh, I got back-to-back -back hip surgeries my, my first and second years, freshman, sophomore year. Uh, so I tore my labrum back-to-back -back years. Uh, my junior year was COVID year, so that was an oh, eight-game yeah. shortened season. 
Um, and then senior year, I wound up getting COVID and mono at the same time. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I played, um, but it was, like I said, it was definitely filled with a whole lot of challenges within that. What's crazy is I actually tore my labrum as well playing ice hockey. And I had, okay, yeah. uh, I had that hip surgery in October of 2019. So right before kind of COVID yeah. hit and my yeah. physical therapist, uh, kind of place I was going to actually shut down. So it was a lot of just at home kind of recovery. Absolutely. I mean, that, that yeah. was a brutal surgery. Um, honestly. absolutely. Yeah. I so, was lucky enough to, uh, make some friends and they opened the gym early for me. So I did some physical nice. therapy at five, 6 AM. Did you have both of them done or just one? Both of them. Both, have both of them. In oh there. my God. Yeah. My, my hip yeah. doctor is telling me I may need a replacement here in the next like Oof. 15 years. And I'm just kind of thinking, yeah. I hope technology is much better <laughs> in 15 years so I could start doing things, but no, I've, I don't even play hockey anymore at all. So do you still ball at all? I do. I still, my dad okay. just got a coaching job. Uh, so I play nice. with them a little bit, try and kick can their you, butt. Can you go back to Babson and play on the court still? Little alumni? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, they welcome sweet. us all the time. So we'll be doing That's that. Pretty sweet. Yeah. So when did you, obviously with your organization that we're going to jump into uh, here pretty shortly, when did you kind of realize mental health was a big factor in your life? Was it Babson? Was it before Babson? Yeah. So uh, actually my senior year of high school, um, I had just come off a state championship in, in my junior year. So I was the highest the high. Um, and then in the fall of my senior year, one of my friends committed suicide. Um so that really shook my core and, you know, shook the entire community because, you know, it was so public and it was so, um, you know, heartbreaking for so many involved. Yeah. Um, so really the, the community was shook to its core and, um, you know, that all made it real to me. Like it was, I was struggling in that time as well. So it was, okay, well, it, it this is what's possible. This is what happens. Um, yeah. And it really introduced me to that, that whole thought process. Um, so I definitely realized that there are a lot of men out there who struggle, um, especially seeing it so firsthand and, um, you know, putting some guilt on myself for not recognizing what to look for and, uh, how to act accordingly. So it definitely opened my eyes. And was that kind of when, uh, men's mental was born? Actually, no. Um, men's mental was born two years later. Um, so it was my sophomore year of high school. I was, it was actually part of an IT project. Um, okay. a couple of, a couple of male athletes were, uh, put together in a group. And basically the objective of the course was to use the likes of social media to, um, you know, garner a change somehow, you know, make a public, um, private, uh, public action somehow. So, uh, we all came together. We decided we'd sell clothing for men's mental health. Um, you never actually got to carry out the full business plan, but that was the idea behind the entire thing. So we got sent home from COVID. Um, the objective yeah. of the class at the culmination, you were supposed to shut down the account. I didn't follow directions. Um, I asked the guys in the group, I said, do you mind if I take this over? Obviously, suicide rates were going up, mental health issues and concerns were through the roof. Um, so it was definitely needed. And, you know, that's where I took it to the next step. I, um, it was actually registered as a, a LLC at first men's mental mm-hmm. LLC. Um, and we've since transitioned into a 501 C three nonprofit, but 
Um, you know, it, it's really been uh, kind of interesting to see how it's gone from a school project to, you know, a, a full-fledged organization. That's actually pretty incredible because it's it's got that story kind of behind it too. Um, yeah. I mean, you have a lot of personal stories as well as, as I'm sure was was contributing to it, but it's kind of cool that it did start as a school project and you are going to continue it. Um, so as a class topic or a class project that you ended up doing, why specifically men rather than both? I mean, obviously you are a man, um, but are you kind of more interested in the, the men's side of what mental health can bring and can it maybe eventually turn into an overall for everybody? Right. Absolutely. So, um, it is, it is a frequently asked question, you know, why is, why are men specifically, you know, singled out here? Why is it, what happened to women's mental? Um, you know, I get that question a lot and we do have a sister Instagram account, women's, women's X mental, um, which, you know, it, it honestly takes uh, a backseat a little bit. Um, especially as we're trying to build the foundation of what to build on going forward. Um, but we really feel that, women have more of a motivation to speak out and seek help for themselves. Um, whether that's through therapy or, you know, speaking with others more vulnerably, um, which is something that men struggle to do. You know, men don't really go out there and say, Hey buddy, I'm struggling. What's up, man. I'm not doing well today. That's not a conversation we're accustomed to having. And it's built on the predispositions of, you know, man up, you know, that's something I was, we were always told. Yeah. Um, you know, like ice hockey, I heard that a lot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, stuff like that, that we've, that's really been ingrained in who we are and how we act as men. Um, you know, that there's a difference between being so tough and hard minded and gritty on the court, you know, or on the field or whatever on the, on the rink, you know, on the ice. Um, yeah. but also like, how do we, how do we take care of ourselves when it comes off of that? You know, yeah. when we go home and we sit by ourselves at night, who are we besides an athlete? You know, because people say it all the time, and I've recently wrote an essay, written an essay on it, but shut up and dribble. That's one of the worst phrases I've ever heard mm-hmm. because, you know, we're, we will always be more than athletes. I don't care if you're high school, college, professional, you will always be more than an athlete, more than that ball you you bounce, you know? Yeah. And, and honestly, I couldn't agree more. And kind of going off of that, it is, especially mental health, in my opinion, specifically, it doesn't really seem to have a lot of, at times, controversial discussions between people when it is brought up, such as other topics like maybe race or politics, because no matter who you are, male, female, black, white, Asian, Mexican, it doesn't matter, we all have that kind of same commonality when it comes to our mental health. And I think you're right, the whole shut up and dribble thing, but also we can become very unified at the same time, no matter who you are, to kind of keep talking about it. Um, how, do you th- how do you think we as men can also kind of combat that stigma that still lingers above us, though? Like, yeah, it's very easy. You know, recently I've gotten into talking with friends, obviously are always very close. I'm still a little kind of skittish to talk maybe to some family members at times, but how do you think we kind of can go about combating, uh, that stigma? Yeah, I think just, just like you said, especially for men, I think the biggest, and I think one of the most bravest actions we can do is actually seek help and, and speak up more importantly. Um, because we, 
we always, always just push down our emotions just because it's who we are. It's, it's in our human nature to do so. Um, but it's, it's really time for that to change. Um, yeah. you know, even, even you sitting here and telling me that you've outwardly spoken to your friends about some of your struggles, like that's bravery to me. Um, yeah. and I think the more people that share that same motivation to seek help for themselves, the better this will all get. Um, but I really think that first step is really, whether it's therapy or not, you know, I've always, I've used therapy. I've been better because of therapy, but at the same time, I've also come to realize that some people aren't built for therapy. You know, some people can just rant to their friends and that'll be okay for them. You know, as long as you're getting that off of your chest, I think that goes a really long way. Um, I noticed that you are kind of are starting to dip into some partnerships too. I mean, that's how you really start yeah. to kind of grow that awareness that you were talking about and you being a basketball fanatic, uh, it seems. What um, What is that partnership that you recently just kind of, uh, agreed upon out there in New York. Yeah, so we uh, we just partnered with the Hoop Group, um, okay. which if you're a basketball fan, it's huge news on the AAU circuit and stuff like that. Um, but basically, what our motivation behind this was really just targeting a whole new group of athletes. Um, you know, if, if we want to start and address the issue, we have to address from the youth up. Um, and that's really the terminology we've used to describe this partnership, where you know, we're going to really affect the youth and go into camps, go into camps, um, not even camps, but tournaments, um, you know, yeah. showcases, stuff like that, where um, we'll have our merchandise, we'll be able, I'll be able to t talk with the kids um, and really just try to make an in-person in impact like that. That's awesome. Do you guys have uh, any other partnerships kind of lingering right now or coming up or are you obviously you want to start small i mean i know you're doing this Absolutely. on your own but there are goals to partner with um other people i'm sure are there any others out there right now absolutely yeah we uh we're actually looking to partner with the mental health of america um okay. which is going to be a huge next step for us where we'll be able to have the equipped uh, education programs for all of our employees but as we form more partnerships to be able to also educate and inform them as well um, which is really the, the quote corpse of our, you know, organization. That's awesome. Well, um, the reason I kind of started this whole more podcast, I, I've had some other stuff, you know, in the past as well that I've tried to kind of get going, but as I continue to change in terms of my vulnerability level and really kind of reaching out and trying to become a better person mentally, physically, I mean, I'm actually working out again, which is fun trying to find kind of all that stuff. The whole idea behind more um, comes from motivation, opportunity, routine, and energy. And those are four words that I strongly live by now every single day. Just finding yeah. one of those to incorporate in your day to keep you going and to make you continue to want to do better. So I, I really that. think that obviously you fit very well in with that motivation side. So as we kind of look into the the men's mental brand, what's your motivation to keep going? Is there something specific that comes to mind? I mean, obviously you did mention a, a friend of yours passing, but is there some other motivation that just kind of gets you going each day that you can share? Uh, honestly, I, I think my biggest motivation is that this is my purpose. Um, and I think I've been blessed enough to find that at such a young age. Um, yeah. but I really believe that 
you know, I was put on this earth to help people. Um, and that's really my biggest motivation here. I'm trying to save lives. Um, so whether that's one or whatever, 20,000 followers we may have on Instagram, um, you know, I was, um, in a situation where I didn't think I would wake up one day. So, um, you know, I want to keep, if it's somebody or many people, I want to keep somebody from having those same kind of thoughts. That's awesome. And honestly, I, I, I do feel the same way as I'm sure most guys do have a similar story that they could share, but maybe just never have. Um, and dude, I've, I told you before, I love the logo. I think it's awesome. I think, uh, we've got a great community out here in Arizona. So I think you, you really nailed it on the head with the logo cause it's impactful. So kudos you. to you, um, and congratulations on everything. So if, um, if people wanted to donate, share, or find any, any more information, where, uh, where can they do that? Yeah. Uh, www.mensxmental.com.org. Excuse me. Dot org. Dot org. Dot org. And you guys are on um, Instagram, you said? Instagram, yep. Men's X Mental. Twitter, Men's X Mental. Uh, TikTok, too, now. Uh, crazy. Hey, and if you buy, if you buy, if you buy a shirt too, you get some of these, uh, you get these bracelets too. I love these bracelets. I wear, I wear them, wear them each day. Yeah. See, (laughs) no, honestly, I love it. Yeah. Thank you so Uh, much. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, and, uh, and your mission with men's mental. I honestly, I'm excited to see where you take it. I think you're going to grow it very easily in the sense of, people are starting to become more vulnerable and that's, that's the ultimate goal. And you've said it yourself. Sometimes it just takes one thing for somebody to realize, to become more vulnerable. Um, But I do hope that, you know, I want to have you back on as we continue to update maybe on new partnerships or new opportunities for people on the West coast to continue to find you. I got a lot of buddies in California that I'll be sharing this with, but yeah, I'd love to, if you're ever in Arizona too, and you play golf. We have good <laughs> basketball, but we got good golf. Out here. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm a Lakers fan. I'm not supposed to say that out there. <laughs> yeah. That would be kind of tough. The The Suns are, yeah. they've had some good for, or some good years recently. I do love going to the games. I really do. I'm not a big basketball fan myself, but I yeah. do love going to the Suns games and, you know, growing up playing ice hockey, the Coyotes aren't very good out here, so I don't pay attention <laughs> to them. <laughs> oh man. Cool. Well, awesome, dude. I All appreciate right. it. And uh, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. See ya. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. That was a fun interview to listen what Teddy had to say about his organization. It takes courage to start a nonprofit surrounding a topic that's relevant, but I don't think men's mental will get lost in the airwaves. He has a great mission. And I'm excited to see where it goes and hopefully can be a part of, a, of the journey if he ever decides to open a chapter in Arizona. So that's all I've got for you today. If you liked this episode, please share it on Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Chaz Donati and also give it a rating and review on Spotify or Apple. So I'm going to leave you like I do each week. What are you going to do this week to find your more each and every day? Have a good one. <laughs>